0: Welcome to the Pleasure Alchemy podcast.
1: We're your host, Janessa Dalalana, women's empowerment mentor, group facilitator, and body worker. Samantha Stelk, self-love
0: and sexual empowerment coach. Our mission is to activate you to your most embodied, authentic, and pleasure-led life. Together, we explore what it means to call in your deepest soul's desires with ease, flow, and integrity. Here, we remind you that the meaningful relationships, unshakable confidence, and aligned purpose you crave is available for you, no matter what your background.
1: In this space, we share our personal insights and intimate conversations with soulful leaders, visionaries, and experts on all things related to spirituality, spirituality self-empowerment, shadow work, relationships, and so much more. Thank you for being here and joining us. Now let's dive in. hello hello everyone welcome to season two of the pleasure alchemy podcast i'm super stoked for you all to be here and join us joining us in this revolution of our of the space and container that we're creating both me and samantha took a little break and i feel so excited to be here again with you samantha mm
2: yes welcome everyone we're so happy to be back and we're so grateful that you're joining us in this second rendition of this of this beautiful container that Janessa just spoke to we want to share about what we've been up to in this time of what feels like reckoning and rebirth and mainly what we're going to be centering our discussion around is the topic of integrity, Mm -hmm. because that has felt very, very alive for both Janessa and myself.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, I took a much needed social media break and I feel so much more centered, so much more in tune with my inner guidance system. And that's just one piece I'll be sharing and there's lots of segues I feel like we could go and share about but it's very interesting and synchronistic that both you and I Samantha have been in this deep integration phase of really looking at integrity in relationship business and just how we move and embody ourselves on a day-to-day basis
2: yeah this. This energy of integrity has been so loud and alive, (laughs) I feel (laughs) like for both of us and in different manifestations and forms. What really sparked this for me was, I felt this undercurrent that something was out of alignment within myself, within my environment, my life. And I knew that pieces of me were out of integrity. And then I heard of this book by Martha Beck called The Way of Integrity, which if there was a Bible, (laughs) (laughs) I would really feel like this is the Bible in the sense that it's just such a beautiful roadmap. And it uses Dante, the divine comedy as a roadmap. And it's a way towards self-realization, enlightenment, if you will. And that really Mm -hmm. is just enlightenment to me is awakening remembering and embodying your soul's truth and really being in integrity so integrity is just all of you is is working together like if a plane is parts of the plane are missing it's not in integrity you know you don't want to get on that plane <laughs> she uses this <laughs> analogy but and the more that we stray further and further from our truth from our soul the more that we feel sick we feel depressed anxious our relationships suffer and i was you know this martha beck she's a brilliant brilliant human being she was putting into words everything that i was really deeply feeling inside my body and i seeing that reflected in my life and you know the the fears the the fears and the stories that we tell ourselves that kind of stray us off of our path and those can feel very alive and real. However, um, the more that we give them our power and make choices that are from a place of fear, the more and more we become internally divided and, and sick as a result. So I've Mm -hmm. been really passionate about (laughs) this subject and just really trying, you know, one baby steps ultimately, because sometimes it can be really harsh on our nervous system to kind of just radically, you know, let go of everything. And um, so I really like gentle trauma release and things that are easy to integrate. So, you know, taking, if you see, you know, if you have that awareness that something is out of alignment in your life, whether it's with money, your relationships with, maybe telling small white lies either to yourself or someone else, like all of those end up hurting us ultimately n- no one else. So, um, and this is coming into a right relationship with, with oneself. And that's really this wave that I've been writing <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's hard to look at yourself really truthfully at times. And, um, but again, I always talk about compassion, 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 because, um, that's really the energy that will create safety to help transform whatever you're struggling with. Mm. Yes. And just, I'm curious because <laughs> you, you were in Bali with your, your partner, your previous partner now, and you felt in your body. I'm really proud of you. And I would love to hear more about this, that you felt that something wasn't in alignment and integrity. Mm -hmm. And I just love Mm -hmm. how you were so courageously, like really listening and honoring yourself. Um, it's hard to do and you are a beautiful, beautiful example of that. So I would love to hear (laughs) if that feels like something you would like to share.
1: Yes, I would love to share. And then also too, I would love to hear your experience with what was out of integrity for you and how that was showing up. But yes, I can definitely share. So what are we gonna say?
2: (laughs) Well, we'll cycle back.
1: (laughs) We'll cycle back. Um so I think I love being in partnership. I love being in relationships so much that so much so that I can choose to relate to somebody with the fantasy holding me so tight, the fantasy Mm. of wanting to be in love, of wanting a partnership, wanting this conscious creation together that I can turn a blind eye to what is not in alignment and Mm. instead tell myself, oh, well, things aren't always supposed to be perfect or not perfect, but it's okay for certain things to be out of alignment, even though they're like really big things (laughs) or Mm. just not paying attention to how my body was feeling with this person, not paying attention to the subtle ways in which I was making myself small or just talking myself out of what my body was telling me essentially. And for the sake of this, this dream, this deep desire that I want, which is being a loving partnership with somebody. And I think because I was trying so hard to fit myself into that fantasy that it fell out of integrity and it was manifesting in my body as anxiousness, as like I said before, like dimming myself, like making myself small of just being avoidant in some ways too like anxious but then also avoidant because i felt because i wasn't being in integrity with myself i was like pushing him away because deep down i was upset with myself i didn't trust myself because i wasn't following through on what wasn't working and so i started to share very vulnerably on this trip, exactly what was happening within my body and being so radically honest with my partner. And it wasn't easy. Like it, it took me a while to get to this place where I felt deep down that it was necessary in order for both of us to transition into a way of relating that actually served both of us mm. and our highest alignment. So I feel blessed that he is so open and receptive to hearing me and where I'm at, even if it means that the love between us will change. I feel that because we have that deep understanding of unconditional love and acceptance, that we support each other in whatever ways don't align or that do align. And we had some really deep and honest conversations for I'd say two months, like the conversations were happening before we traveled. And then when we traveled, a lot of things were illuminated and were brought to my attention very clearly that something needed to change. And I decided to step out of partnership with him. And it's been, honestly, I would say the most graceful process that I've had, like separating from somebody because Mm -hmm. there is like so much love there like, it feels very supported and not this like hard breakup or cord cutting. It's like, there's still so much love. And because I'm able to see and witness that, like I can acknowledge like, wow, I have grown so much. And I hope every relationship I have can can be in that energy of just always having unconditional love and compassion, no matter how much it changes or shifts. And yeah, I think I feel complete on that share.
2: <laughs> I really commend you, you know, for listening to really honor yourself that, you know, that still small voice that was saying something is slightly off, you know, your body in the ways that it was speaking to you. And yeah, because of that that storyline can feel so real, you know, our desire to want to love and be loved and to have this like mm-hmm. kind of fairy tale life and relationship. Mm-hmm. Um and I, you know, a lot of people aren't honest with themselves, you know, they bypass their emotions. They're kind of what's that word? Um, <laughs> it's kind of like when when someone bypasses what you're saying. And kind of, and then turns it around on you. I'm getting the word right now. Gaslight. Yeah, it's kind of like gaslighting yourself and yeah, bypassing totally. yourself. And then usually these come out in self sabotaging tendencies. And I feel like that's why things rupture in a mm-hmm. really dis easeful way. And, you know, it can get
1: totally. Ugly. And I'll, I'll be honest that I feel like I was taking out my frustration on me in like these very subtle ways. Like it's, it's interesting how it's almost like we do self-sabotaging behaviors because we know deep down like something's not (laughs) in alignment and so I was noticing like the things that were happening and I was like okay this this definitely is a sign that something needs to change so yeah
2: (laughs) you yeah you approached it like a queen
1: I tried. No, I didn't try. I did it. He did it. He <laughs> did it.
2: Still doing still
1: doing it. It's still evolving. And now it's like fine-tuning it. And yeah, as with anything, it's like our skills develop over time. And yeah. Yeah, it's a practice.
2: Yeah, it's a refining process. Yep. <sighs> Amazing. And how do you feel now? Cause I know you went kind of through, you know, well,
1: because, because I left when we were traveling and, you know, we, we moved through all these big things and are still moving through it because I left and we haven't really been in our physical space. It's been actually challenging to know, okay, like when I do see him again, what is our relationship going to be like? Because I'm very much a energetic kinesthetic person. Like I need to be in someone's energy to really feel like, okay, how do I want to relate to this person? So there is a lot of like unknown and uncertainty, but like I shared before, because there's this deep unconditional love between us. Like I trust that whatever unfolds, it will be perfect. And yeah, well, might not always be perfect, but (laughs) we're at this deep knowing that like we can move through anything we can process through anything and it will It'll be okay.
2: Beautiful. Yeah. And, and I met though, how so I didn't, you... I
1: didn't really, I didn't answer your question,
2: <laughs> but I meant like so <laughs> feel inside of your own yeah. body.
1: Yeah. I was yeah. going to respond to that. <laughs> um, I feel so much more freer and lighter and like this heavy weight just like has lifted from my chest. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like carrying this this wait for so long and then now it's just like it feels like I can deeply breathe now I can have more clarity around my own personal direction and have a new perspective on like how I choose to relate to men how I choose to relate to any new connections that show up and yeah really every intimate relationship that I have is like a it's always like this deep learning lesson that I, you know, I learned something from the relationship and I carry that on to like the next one. So each relationship just keeps getting better and better in my opinion, which is such a beautiful thing to be able to experience.
2: Yeah. It's affirmation that, that we're growing up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Beautiful.
2: Mm, I love it. I love it. (sighs) yeah (laughs) deeper breaths everyone
1: Mm. yes I've been consciously being more aware of my breath when I speak when I'm on podcasts like this or even when I'm sharing vulnerably like with a partner just tuning into my body and like how I can be more relaxed in the moment and not try to like rush my way through anything or yeah be afraid of the pauses yeah or the space in between
2: <laughs> taking up space yeah yeah
1: taking up space yeah and
2: a lot of i feel like what keeps us from our truth is our cultural conditioning and whether that's like you know living in this patriarchal society of like rushing and not listening to our bodies, you know, having to be productive and push through our body, our, our feelings, our emotions, and um, needing to achieve certain levels of quote unquote success. And these are all ways in which we can slowly over time get out of alignment and integrity with, with what really brings us joy and what makes, what lights us up. And, why we're here on this earth, why we came here. That's a huge mystery, but (laughs) Um, and so a lot of our cultural conditioning, you know, it's, it's a desire to be loved, to belong. And so it's like, it's a very real genuine desires, but they easily get distorted because our society is really founded on control and greed Um, Even if that's not really strongly present in the forefront of your consciousness of your reality, Mm -hmm. these energies are still underlying and embedded in our nervous system. And so, yeah, to go back to, to be more specific about the ways in which I was feeling out of integrity with one of them was with definitely social media and time management, wanting to go more slowly throughout my life, be more intentional about my time and how I use my energy and being more present. I think that's really my focus this year is, is what, what pulls me away from presence and how can I really create structure or I don't know if that's the right how I want to share that yeah, just have this more awareness and create habit, healthy habits that help me to set me up for, for success to be in by success. I mean, to be more present and more kind, Mm -hmm. um, and to be a better listener and to be less in my head and more in my heart. Um, and also around security and fear of, you know, fear around money and not having enough money to pay the bills, things like that. And just the ways I was getting out of integrity with the energy of money, how I relate to money, how I spend money that, that I think that's kind of the number one, those, those two in particular, but um, yeah, I was feeling like how much that was draining of my energy and my life force and of, of my presence and and you know, coming from a single mom in a lineage of single moms who uh, worked their asses off and didn't have support, you know, from the men in their lives, and just feeling—I was in when I did my teacher training, um, my Tao tantric arts teacher training in Costa Rica. We did a lot of tantric massage, but we did this one like knee pulsing like where your your back is flat on the floor but your knees are bent and pointed towards the ceiling the soles of the feet are on the ground and someone's um on the opposite near your feet and they're kind of gently pulsing your knees and Mm -hmm. could you not like i had this crazy emotional release like just feeling into worthiness and abundance and the the lineage of the women in my family who suppressed their their desires the things that they Mm -hmm. wanted to do like for my aunt that was like becoming a florist and for my mom that was being like an energy healer and massage therapist and you know their their conditioning to and their survival mechanisms led them to abandon their dreams and struggled with money living paycheck to paycheck and just feeling like really wanting to break free of that, but also feeling the grief of the women Mm -hmm. in my family and the abandonment as well. And, you know, holding both like heartbreak and loss and also like the hustle of like trying to provide for your family. So that is like purifying from my being as I, Mm -hmm. and I, yeah, you can, you can probably, (laughs) probably Oh my gosh! Yes,
1: <laughs> I also also grew up with a lineage of exactly that, and it's interesting yeah. because I feel like you have a little bit more closer relationship with your um, family and lineage. But like, for example, like my mom and my grandmother, like I don't know their desires, like or their dreams or what they wanted to create, but didn't because of conditioning, and maybe they don't know because that conditioning is so ingrained that they're it doesn't even come to their mind like what are my desires like I'm just in this automatic like Auto-violet, you know scarcity yeah. sur- survival mode that that part of their being is just and dead basically and mm-hmm. it's really sad to, yeah. to see these women that I come from like not be aware of that like whatsoever and to see how possibly quite possibly that way of being like it was passed down to me and I feel like that's why we're in the work that we do because we're so passionate about reclaiming that because we see the power in that and how it transforms like our bodies and how we relate to pleasure and yeah it's so it's so wild yeah yeah and I I want (laughs) to tie
2: this in with pleasure Thank you for sharing that Janessa. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's the heartbreak and the sadness and the grief around, around our families is, is really strong and it's really our responsibility now with the awareness that we have and the, the safe, you know, largely collectively the safety, a lot of us Uh, western women have to feel these emotions like we're there's really no way around it if we don't feel these emotions process this trauma like we won't be free we won't be able to have experienced pleasure you know we're going to be very disconnected and numb Um, I heard this woman Sabrina Lynn say today like if you don't if you don't process these emotions and I've said this before, our orgasmic pleasure is stuck behind layers and layers of, of blocked frozen emotions. Like you never have a cervical orgasm or like really deep vaginal orgasms Mm -hmm. because um, because of that numbness, that frozen energy that, that lives you know, in our womb, in our, in our pelvic region as a whole. Um, so that's why I think we're both passionate about the work that we, that we do and we help women move through and overcome and transform. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I have a little question.
2: <laughs> yes, please. So you,
1: you, you spoke to me privately about how integrity was showing up in your intimate relationship. I was wondering if you could share a little bit about that. I mean you don't have to share like micro details, but um yeah (laughs) for our our listeners to
2: oh this was a while ago okay
1: (laughs) experience.
2: (laughs) Okay. Well first before I get there I wanted to tie something in um to what we were sharing about about the mother um and our and our lineage connection and um Some of you may know that my dog gave birth about six weeks ago to nine beautiful puppies. And ever since, so I started my moon the same night as she was giving birth. And ever since that, it was actually at my mom's house. It was earlier than we imagined. And since literally that night, I felt so much rage and the feeling of unsafety come up and rage against the masculine, not feeling held or cared for because of some things that arose in that, that situation. And that has gotten stronger. It's gone in waves. Like i just feel like this repressed, like dark feminine energy and rage that has been coming up. And I'm just like, my partner's like, Whoa, I'm like, Whoa, where's this coming from? You know? (laughs) And I, I wrote a post that the, the feminine psyche is so deep and so vast and so mysterious. And, you know, the dark goddess, that's what there's so many different incarnations of her. And that's learning to embrace our wholeness and these different parts of us that um, have been laying dormant, but may come out at certain times and learning to really love and accept those parts and, and create safety for them, learning how to reparent ourselves. And so recently her, she was doing fine, my dog, but then over the past weekend, she got an infection in her mammary gland. She got mastitis, and then this like gnarly, like giant um, dead zone of like is like look like a bruise of like dark dead tissue, essentially, and skin and cells that like literally abscess ruptured and fell off, and let this gaping wound and cavity. And that same time that was happening, I just came out of an ayahuasca ceremony, and my partner woke me up to tell me that. This had ruptured and I went to pee, and simultaneously, my womb and ovaries started burning like the most intense pain I've ever felt. And still, it's been a few days. I still have pain, ovarian pain, since then. And the point being is just like there's so much trauma held in mm. our wounds that is being released. And uh, the woman who, one of the women who was facilitating the circle, she's from brazil was saying to like take a flower bath and i've been yoni steaming and uh working with the plant elements and allies especially for women like filling our our lives with that beauty of the earth and Mm -hmm. really shedding uh the trauma things that are no longer serving us energetically and tangibly in our lives as well um So yeah, after reading this book <laughs> The Way of Integrity, I was like, yeah, I really want to go on an integrity cleanse. I really want uh being a Leo, I feel like I don't know, I just the word integrity and living a life of integrity really speaks to me, to my soul, to my to my cellular body. Um and so I really feel it when I stray from integrity and in my relationship, there was just two things that over the course of two years that were out of integrity, that I was keeping a secret from my partner and we're about to do a three month container. And so, um, I'm like, told you that. So I'm like, I'm going to use this uh, safe container to bring these things up. Because if I do want to have, you know, regardless of how they react, if that means that we separate, you know, whatever that means, like, at least I'm, telling the truth and living in integrity. And that's really scary. But again, I would, I would like the same. I would like to be treated the same and, um, you know, treat your neighbor how you would like to be treated. And, and also I want, you know, I want a clean slate and foundation, healthy foundation to build my relationship on. If we, you know, continue to raise a family and, and, um, go, go deeper within our commitments so that, thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> so, yeah. like, she's
1: she's sliding away from sharing what I want her to talk
2: about. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm glad that you were specific because I, I, I totally forgot yeah. about that
1: conversation.
2: Um, and,
1: and how did the lack of integrity like show up in your body? I'm curious.
2: I think too, like a lot of anxiety. A, yeah. A lot of anxiousness, a lot of and I think all of this comes back to like healing my wounds around trust, like really trusting myself, trusting my co-creation with the universe, trusting that I'm always held and supported in every moment. I think that a lot of those, that rage is feeling like I didn't have that container of safety and um, growing up and feeling like I was really emotionally like supported those are like you know what I remember <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. um and the feelings that that arise in the in the triggers that arise that I feel like are related to around trust trusting others and and mm-hmm. being and being safe so it's you know it's been un- really uncomfortable and scary at times like feel these feelings but ultimately I know like again I said this time's like feels like a reckoning because I feel like they're on the precipice of a of a rebirthing process and um and yeah ultimately i'm so grateful because i know this is like what needs to take place and happen for for me to really step into my true authentic mm. power yes yeah
1: I'm so proud of you
2: <laughs> thanks <laughs> mm. Mm. Doing we're doing amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I asked that question just because if someone may not know like how they are out. I mean, maybe you are living fully in alignment, but for those that are curious to ask themselves, like, how am I in out of integrity with myself? They may not know like how that shows up or what that can feel like in the body. And it seems like we have this correlation with anxiety and and fear and yeah making choices choosing things out of a fear state would you say that it's so
2: alluring yeah (laughs) it's like yeah kind of like the easy the easy path yeah um again because it's like what's what's familiar even if it's not serving us or if it's unhealthy it's still what's familiar mm-hmm. um and yeah i sat with an elder from the Ashaninka tribe over the weekend at ayahuasca and uh, he is like kind of known as the dalai lama of the amazon he's planted over eight million trees with the help of other amazing beings but he was just talking about the world uh, you know, the devil to him is like the world of illusion, Maya, mm. and you know, not not getting sucked into that, into the superficial, to materialism, consumerism, to greed, because that's what's creating so much suffering. You know, our disconnection from the truth of our being, from the earth, from one another, um, mm. the things that truly matter in life, and we just yeah strayed so far and this is why the earth is really suffering at this time so it's really it's so much it's about you but it's like so beyond you and Mm -hmm. and really like we're really needing to make a radical shift into integrity
1: yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah I've been um really marinating on the topic of legacy. Um, Mm. I'm doing this free 11 day event with Chelsea Huntsman. She's Mm. an incredible business mentor and she really has brought light to my awareness, this topic of legacy and integrity. And so that I've, I just feel like there's this awakening and consciousness around how we're living and how that impacts not only like our personal life, but how the choices and the way we choose to embody affect generations to come and really looking and seeing like, how do I want to be remembered by and what are the choices that I want to make that affect future lineages? And yeah, I feel like being in integrity is a good segue to do, to create that deep healing.
2: Yeah. Integrity is the way I feel like to true, true freedom and joy. And Martha Beck really talks about like the, simplest and one of the most challenging ways to do that is to not lie at all and you know there's several different kinds of lying like the black kind of lying you know there's black gray and white lies and black is more like the really enormous like heinous crimes that people commit or yeah those you know like murder or um treason or yeah just big big crimes <laughs> and then um <laughs> uh the uh, the gray lies are the ones that we tell to ourselves and the white lies are like the little white lies and they often come with good intentions you know like the there's a saying the the road to hell is paved with good intentions like we sometimes we lie cuz we think that we're keeping the peace or we lie because we don't want to hurt someone's feelings um but though all it doesn't matter what kind of lie they all hurt you you know they all come back to haunt you essentially and and that's autoimmune and and different diseases that are manifest in the body depression anxiety as we talked about before like so that's an invitation to like see where you lie even in little ways and big ways and to really um Yeah. Cut that shit out (laughs) like a tumor. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have, I have like a ring and I call it like my integrity ring for those of you on the video Mm. can see it. And, you know, having my friend has like an integrity feather. Um, Ari has an integrity feather. So um, yeah, if you have something that can remind you you know, and knowing, writing your values down, knowing your values, knowing what you really stand for in your life. And those can be mutable and flexible. Like I, I, I think it's really important to review your values every like quarterly, every with every season to see like, is this still resonant or in alignment with my Mm -hmm. truth in this moment? And, but like to really use that as an anchor to ground you Mm -hmm. in integrity and your truth. Um, values yeah anything else
1: yeah I feel like what you're just speaking to around our values changing I think that's been super prominent for me as I've I've held a lot of my identity and my worth around having certain values and then when they change I'm like who am I I don't even know who I am but it's like Mm -hmm. really no we're, we're constantly changing and evolving and it's it's okay to for things to shift and for us to not be in alignment with certain things because our natural way of being is cyclical i always struggle mm-hmm. with somebody that word <laughs> said it beautifully yeah yeah <laughs> words are hard today mm.
2: <laughs> absolutely yeah and then yeah don't put yourself in a box like careful not to like identify create your identity mm-hmm. around some certain things because then it could be a tool against you you know Mm -hmm. it it's all it's all relative but beautiful I love that point that you made thank you yes well this has been amazing was there anything else that you wanted to share around integrity Mm.
1: I feel I think I'm complete I was gonna maybe ask like see if there's I mean, you offered great tips for for people that are wanting to get more clear of like what is an integrity for yeah. themselves. So,
2: yeah that that that's a lifelong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those tips will take you for the rest of your life.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think it's a lot of people don't really think about those things. So it's they're they're almost hand in hand with like boundaries. Like boundaries can shift and change. And
2: totally. Yeah, I was thinking that yeah. as you were saying that earlier
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well thank
2: you all for being here we hope this serves and supports you in any way and please um, come follow us on our social medias i'm love legacy coaching on my instagram and that's my website love legacy speaking of legacy <laughs> and i have I'm going to be doing another cohort of my group hybrid program. So it's group coaching. There's an online program as well as one-on-one coaching. And this is my three-month container called sensual metamorphosis. I help empower women to heal and release sexual trauma as well. I teach them how to self-pleasure in a really healing, sacred, powerful way. And then in the end of September, I'm doing a week-long live in-person retreat called the Goddess Odyssey Retreat, which we will be doing really powerful activation, embodiment work, trauma release. Um, We'll be doing a medicine plant ceremony, doing things like a a yoni puja ritual, yoni worship. It's going to be an activation in the Tao Tantric art, sacred sexuality, jade egg, so many good things. So come check out my website or message me if you have any questions. And I know Janessa also has some goodies for you.
1: Sign me up for all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so you also can find me on Instagram. My handle is Janessa Dalalana and We will leave the description and links to all those things that Samantha and I mentioned, and right now I am working one on one mentor mentoring women, and there are many different segues, we can go within this space, but this space is for women that are wanting to tune in to their body's wisdom, body's intelligence. And I lead women through embodiment practices and teach women how to use archetypes to be able to strengthen their ability to tap into their sexuality, their sensuality, and just their expression in the world. And so if you are curious in exploring and journeying with me, I would love to get to know you and chat more with you.
2: Mm. All right,
1: Janessa is now? the
2: <laughs> so Janessa is the living, breathing example of a beautiful woman who has literally transformed herself, and it's so beautiful. I love all your wisdom that you've acquired just by being and living the life that a mm. path of truth. And so, highly recommend working mm. with with
1: Janessa. Thank you, thank you, Mm. soul sister. Yes.
2: (laughs) Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. We will see you next week. Thank you, thank you.
0: Bye. Aloha. Mm. Thank you for listening to the Pleasure Alchemy podcast. We greatly appreciate your support and we love having you in our space. If this podcast resonated with or lit you up in any way, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, as well as a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps our message to expand and reach more people. And if you feel inspired, please share this podcast with a friend and take a screenshot of this episode and tag us on your Instagram story. We absolutely love it when our listeners reach out and let us know how the podcast impacted their life or inspired them. Please email us at thepleasurealchemypodcast at gmail.com. We invite you to follow us on our YouTube channel and Instagram at thepleasurealchemypodcast and on our personal Instagram. Mine is Love Legacy Coaching and Janessa's is her full name, Janessa Dalalana. The links are located in the description below. New episodes are released every week. So stay tuned and thanks for listening.